everyone. Welcome back to Magic Behind the Mouse. My name is Katie, and today Julia and I are going to be talking about the roommate surge and the different housing complexes that you can live in during your Disney College program. So to start, you used to be able to link with all of your roommates for your college program, but they've since changed that, and now you can only choose to link with one person or none, um, but all of your other roommates will be random. There are different ways to find your roommates. A lot of people go on the DCP Facebook group based on whatever term that they're going to be in Disney. So you'll see if you join those, many people fill out those roommate surveys. I know that's what I did to find Katie, or for Katie to find me, rather, whichever way you want to look at it. (laughs) Um, So you post a survey, and it's just a bunch of random questions like, your favorite snack? Do you go to bed early? Do you go to bed late? Do you like to sleep with the room cold? Do you like to sleep with it hot? Things like that. And it's super awkward and so cheesy. <laughs> Very awkward. Kind of, like, everyone's trying to please someone else to get them to, like, It's bite. like <laughs> online dating. It really is. You're, yeah. like, making a profile and a survey, and you're trying to get people to like you, and it's awkward. But yeah. it, you gotta do it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's the best way to do it. Because then you'll see people comment and be like, oh, my God, you like Reese's Cups? I Me love too. Reese's <laughs> Cups. I think we would get along really well. Which is, I think, like, something that Katie and I said when I was just going through our first conversation. Um, so that's a great way to link with people. So an important thing to remember when you're looking at people's surveys is that you want to link with someone who has compatible living habits with you, not just compatible social habits. So, like, if you like to sleep with the room cold, make sure you find someone who also does. If you sleep with a fan or some kind of white noise, make sure they do, too. Because, well, yeah, you want to make sure you get along with this person, hang out with them. You also want to make sure you're not driving each other crazy while you're trying to live together. Yeah, and something to note, too, that people will post in their surveys is their arrival and departure dates, because you'll need to have chosen those Uh, once you accept the position and the DCP. So I would just make sure who you begin to speak with has those same dates. You have to have the same departure date, but they've changed it this year where you can have a different arrival date. So just keep that in mind. Yeah, it just worked out that Katie and I had the same arrival and departure, Mm -hmm. and it was our entire apartment who had that same arrival and departure. But I know people were a little different and had people moving in at all different times. So I think it might depend on how the recruiters organize everybody. I was going to say, aside from the big Facebook group where there could be like five to 7,000 kids applying for the DCP, mm-hmm. you also have Facebook groups, or there were for me at least, uh, just for your date. So our arrival was January 27th until May 21st. So there was a Facebook subgroup for just those dates to find roommates. So that's actually where Katie and I ended up becoming roommates. Mm-hmm. And we reached we out. Had a- weird dates we were like the third arrival date but the second departure date and so when I posted in like the big group nobody had those dates yeah, at the same. time we didn't know that we could have different arrival dates so I was like who the heck is gonna be my roommate like I can't find anyone so then when I found that Facebook page it made it a lot easier to find people who had the same dates as me so like we said too if you choose not to go in linked with anybody that's what they call it like linking with your roommate um a lot of people go random which also works out well for a lot of people one of our roommates went random and we got along with her really mm-hmm. well. There were five of us. So two linked roommates, two linked roommates and a random roommate. And it worked out great. Yeah. So do whatever is going to be best for you. Also, I just think it's really important. Say you are older, 21, 22. Um, you've had probably a lot more living on your own experience. And you are going to probably want someone who has also had that same level of experience. I know personally, 
I'm almost 22 and I knew I didn't want to live with all maybe 18 year olds or 19 year olds. Not that there's anything wrong with that, just because from at least one of my roommates, I wanted to have some level of being on the same page as me, if that makes sense. Yeah, because I feel like when you're 18, I mean, opposed to being 21, 22, where you're finished with college, especially if you've gone away from college, mm-hmm. you're and kind we were of... both graduated. Yeah, so we were, what I think, and not to sound cocky, a little more independent mm-hmm. and responsible than some other people. And that's not to say all people who are under 21 or not a certain way but depending on who you live with and the lifestyle that they may come from like Katie and I came from like-minded situations where we were away at school for four years or three and a half or whatever it was so we thought we'd be compatible in that regard and you never know who your random roommates are going to be so I just wanted to make sure I had someone who was at least my age at least one person yeah and something to be mindful too is there's different rules that the complexes hold you to. You go through these things called inspections, and we never got to go on one, obviously because of oh, that's everything right. going on with Corona. <laughs> <So crazy. laughs> um, but I know for alcohol, in terms of keeping that in your apartment, you can only mm-hmm. have that in the bedroom unless all of your roommates in the entire apartment are 21. So, like, I don't know what I would have done in a situation if I had a roommate who wasn't 21 and we had an inspection and got caught. You didn't want to get in trouble with things like that. So it worked out for Katie and I that we didn't really have to worry about things or hide things. Yeah, we just kept it in our room. Not like we had big parties either. It would just be like a (laughs) bottle of wine. No, just a (laughs) bottle of wine for when you're watching Jeopardy. Yes, exactly. Um, And then something else too that I kind of took upon myself when I was talking to Katie from the beginning was express different concerns from the Mm get-go I said I was nervous about living in a small space with random people I feel like as anyone would be yeah um, it's scary yeah it's super stressful and I kind of I think amongst other people Katie had the upper hand because she had done the program before and I wanted someone who had already done the program because I was like this girl knows what she's talking about I trust (laughs) her whatever um and I figured she would have other people to introduce me to and things like that so it worked out well um, and I also expressed my concern that, like, I'm a very clean person, which I'm sure throughout my course of the apartment was a constant thing we were dealing with. I mean, maybe I was the bad guy. <laughs> Other people were the bad guy. The jury's still out. But things like that. I think you want to be honest. Being honest is, yeah, the most important thing. Because, like I said, you only get to pick one person. So if you want to pick someone, be honest with them. You don't. I don't want to say you're going to end up hating them, but like that would be horrible. So make sure you're telling them what you expect out of a roommate relationship and they're telling you what they expect. So you're on the same page. Yeah, because we were also in a situation where not everyone was on the same page from the start when we first moved in. And like when we were about a month and a half in, we were like something needs to change. And we were so deep into like what our routines were and what everyone was so used to doing that we kind of didn't know how to like approach people about talking. Yeah, that's a tip because you're going to have random roommates as it is. So when you move into your apartment and you meet everyone, set up those boundaries early. Just be honest with everyone. Say, this is how I am as a roommate. This is what I need from you. Don't ask too much, you know, but like be honest. And that's just going to leave you with less room for conflict as you know the months go on yeah and another thing which I feel like they even preached to us when we got to like traditions and things like that um ask discovery questions about your roommate like I asked Katie about what her living situation was the year before because I kind of wanted to test the waters and see like what she was like as a previous Am I crazy is she crazy <laughs> I mean like Lord knows she could have fabricated some story to make her sound like Mother Teresa <laughs> yeah don't lie but I feel like you don't want to be like are you clean yes I'm clean like you kind of want to give answers be like yeah my bathroom tends to get a little dirty but I 
clean every week. I feel like you want to leave room yeah. for things that are like things that they can embellish on so you can kind of get a feel for who they are mm-hmm. besides like yes or no or one word question and answers. When it comes time to do your housing registration, you might be wondering, how do I even go about linking with someone? Because it is a stressful process. And I had no idea. Even if you've it. done it before. I had no idea how to do it. So, so I didn't do it. <laughs> they, Disney will tell you you have a roommate number. And so make sure you flag that email, write it down, whatever. When you pick someone and you both agree you want to live together, you'll designate one of you to be the leader. Um, obviously, it was me just because I'd already done it and I knew what I was doing. So the leader goes on to dorms and they'll you the other person needs to send their roommate number and you'll go on and you'll log in you'll type their roommate number dorms will pull up the person's name it'll say julia and you'll say yes this is who i want to live with you'll click link and then it'll go into the ranking of the housing complexes which we'll get into a little later and then at the end it'll say just to confirm you want to live with blank and these are your housing rankings and you'll say yes and then your other roommate will get an email for them to go on and make sure that you know, they're approving, yes, I want to live with you. Yes, these are my housing rankings. But the second person needs to do it after the first person has like gone through the whole thing, submitted it, and it's in, or else you're going to get some kind of error. Something to note too, um, when you go through that registration process, you don't even know your random roommates until you walk in the door of your complex the day you move mm-hmm. in. Like, it's not like it would say- You don't get an email or anything. Yeah, it wouldn't say, you're living with Katie, who you linked with, and- maddie and so and so like it would just say one person and then you knock on the door open the door and then there are your other roommates you don't even know how many roommates you're gonna have so you check in and it, you'll get a sheet that says it so yeah. that's stressful we but. can get into that week one move in in another episode because i feel like there's so much to talk about that first week that you get into the program and everything like that if you link with someone or you don't link with anyone and you choose to go random you'll still have to rank your housing complex options so there are different pros and cons to living off property and on property so they give you the option to live in the complexes that disney provides for you or you could just get your own apartment and sign a lease with some outside person so some of the pros for living off property i think is that it's a better bank for your buck in the sense that what you pay for your rent off property you might be able to get more space and you might get your own room and things like that um if you're planning on staying in orlando long term after the program ends because you're committed to probably a 12-month lease it's easier to just stay there and you can also obviously choose your roommates and how many people you'd like to live with uh katie do you want to talk about some of the cons of living off property um so just some of the cons are that you cannot use the college program bus so you have to have your own car unless you can like every single shift rely on uber i guess if you have the money for that good for you. (laughs) Make sure you have reliable transportation for every shift because you cannot take the bus. So one of my good friends from work lived off property and she was saying that it is a lot harder to meet other CPs because you might be like me and in a CP heavy location I had 20 CPs co-workers maybe more than that Um, but I know Julia only had about nine And so, I mean, we obviously lived on property, so we had neighbors and we met at housing events and, you know, all of that. But if you are living on your own and you don't have very many coworkers, you might feel a little left out on things. You might not get to know very many people. And it's just harder. I'm not saying you're not going to make friends. Obviously, it's just harder because you're not, you know, seeing them all the time. Yeah. Um, So I kind of left Katie up to ranking the complexes. 
I wasn't bringing a car down and Katie was. So that was just a factor in what complex was ranked where. Um, we chose Vista, Commons, Chatham, and Patterson. In order, Vista being number one, Commons two, Chatham three, Patterson four. Yes, and we did live in yep, Patterson. <laughs> we got our fourth pick. So that was We good. loved it though, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, so we also organized the complexes in a way that we would have six person rooms like at the top and then like we didn't want two person rooms because we were worried about the cost of rent because that is something to consider Mm -hmm. when you're working so much more expensive the less number of roommates you have yeah so we ended up with five people like katie said one double for katie and i and a triple with a bunk bed random another story time we can have but really quick i was the first person who got to the apartment so I and my check-in wasn't until like eleven yeah, thirty. So I didn't so know I if been people last. were there. So I booked it. And luckily, it was the first one there, so we got the double. We didn't have to worry about a bunk bed or anything like that. Um, and another thing to note too. I mean, obviously, this craziness that's going on, nothing could be planned for, and things like that. And it kind of works out. But I wouldn't have gone off campus. But thank goodness we were on. I mean, unfortunately, our program mm-hmm. was terminated. But I know a bunch of people who ch- people are still who are still in leases. And I guess people everywhere affected like that with school or whatever it is, Disney, all different situations. Um, but we're at least not being held something and we're not being stuck paying leases. So we're grateful for that. Yeah, definitely. So, okay. Yeah. I was say, do you want to go through some of the apartment yeah. complexes, some of the pros and cons we made a list of? Okay. So to start with our pros and cons of each complex, I'm going to start with Vista just because that's what we ranked first. Um, Uh, Some of the pros are that it has very frequent bus stops. It's one of the bus hubs. So you can pretty much guarantee that every single bus route stops at Vista. So if you don't have a car, that's great for you. Um, It is on the other side of the road. I don't know how to describe this. So there's like a main road. And on one side are Commons, Patterson, and Chatham. And on the other side. Yeah, it's like Little Lake Bryan. That might be a pro for you. Yeah, it might be a con if you're farther away. But Regardless, because you're on the other side, you're within walking distance to Walgreens, Chick-fil-A, and Wendy's. So that's really nice if you don't have a car. Um, It has the cheapest rent because it is the oldest complex. So if you're trying to save money or just have more money to spend on Disney stuff, which no problem with that. But they were also renovated some Um, of them. So just because they're the oldest, I don't know. I've never been in Vista. Um. I've never been in Vista but either. Some of them are nicer than the original rooms that they were. So that's what I was going to say for a con is that yes, some are renovated and they're great and you're still paying the same price. Well, some are not renovated and you're still paying the same price. So you might have a crappier apartment, but I mean, none of them, they're all livable. So like, don't let that scare you. Um, but the last pro that I have for Vista is that the only options you have for apartment styles is six people three bedrooms or four people two bedrooms so you have absolutely no chance of having a bunk bedroom which if you don't care about that no worries if that's something you really don't want then I would rank this pretty high yeah and I'm going to talk about Chatham oh no I'm going to talk about the commons because the commons is what we ranked second um I think the biggest pro for the commons for me was the washer and dryer um, mm-hmm. in each unit specifically. So each complex has a washer and dryer, a laundry space, but there's something 
there's like four or five buildings and you have to pay for that laundry yeah so you have to pay i think it's like 250 for wash and dry together or something like that um yeah maybe maybe even less less than that depending on how long you could adjust the times whatever we don't have to get into how the laundry works but um having a washer in the apartment is a luxury in the commons um so that's really nice you obviously don't need to pay for it in your apartment but you're paying for it indirectly with the cost of rent because it is a little higher there and they do have a lot of housing events there which is kind of nice depending on how you look at it it's nice as a way to meet people and not go too far but Mm -hmm. it does get a little loud in like the main grass area where they would host those events and some of the cons, I've never been, but they do have a little grocery store in the commons, but I've heard it's kind of overpriced in like a last resort situation. And Yeah, it's kind of like, I know my college had like a little convenience store, grocery store, and like they sold Oreos for like seven. Oh my gosh. So just yeah. keep that in mind. Um, the best from will be your dollar store. I feel like the first week we went there, we spent so much mm-hmm. money on the dollar store. Dollar, dollar tree, tree is the way to go. Um, and the commons is also one of the more spread out ones from back to front, but it does have its own bus station. So you're not going terribly far. Mm-hmm. All right. Our next complex is Chatham Square, which is where I lived on my first program. And I loved Chatham. Like the reason it was third was just because we wanted Vista and commons more. Like it's not because we didn't want Chatham, if that makes sense. Um, Some of the pros are that it's right by Mickey's Retreat, which if you don't know what that is, it's a cast recreation area where you can go canoeing, there's basketball courts, soccer fields, all sorts of fun outdoorsy stuff, and you can go and rent equipment, and it's just a really fun time. Um, Another pro is that it has its own bus stop, so again, if you don't have a car, that's really good to know, and it's where all of the housing events are, so like the welcome parties. So if you live there, you don't have to leave the complex. You can just walk out of your apartment and you're there, which is great. Some of the cons is that it can be louder because of those events, as we said. Um, I lived there and it didn't really have any effect on me at all. But, you know, if you're not willing to deal with that, don't rank Chatham very high. And I didn't go to the gym super often, (laughs) but it wasn't very big. So if that's something that you that's really important to you, their gym's not very big. But, you know, you always have, I'm not going to get into this right now, but there are a lot of other gym options, both Disney cast member and not. And there's, so I wouldn't rank it. Based and there's on also that. a pool at every single complex too, to note. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a nice thing to have, obviously, when you're in Florida. And finally, for the complexes that we were able to choose from, we ranked Patterson last, like we said. But it's funny that we ranked it last because it, it's the one with the longest list of pros that we have made and the least amount of cons. And I loved it. <laughs> so we ranked it last, yeah. but we ended up really enjoying it. So that just goes to show that there's no bad complex. So you can't really yeah. lose. So, which, I mean, depends on how you look at it, though, because if we had the option of Flamingo, which we'll get to in a second, that seems really nice. <laughs> I kind of I feel like if you're not in Flamingo, you might be losing. <laughs> okay, but also might be out True. of my brain. We'll get into it. So... Back to Patterson, some of the pros for that was that it's quiet, has, I think, one of the nicest pools from what I've heard, and a pretty nice gym, mm-hmm. usually empty, except for, I feel like I went the first day, went to the gym once my entire month and a half that I was there, <laughs> and it was kind of crowded, but I think it's only because it was the first week that we were there. Yeah. Um, and the apartments were a pretty good size, and they were clean. I couldn't complain about much. And I liked our Yeah, a lot. I loved having five people. I thought it was a good number. And... The laundry buildings were located throughout the complex. So there were four in like mm-hmm. each quadrant of the complex. 
quadrant. Yeah, so there yeah. was one right near us, so it wasn't terrible. Um, they did have a leisure bus that picked up right in Patterson, and it was the bus to Walmart. It picked up right outside yeah. our apartment, actually. Our it was building. so nice. It was the bus to Walmart, the post office, and the mall. Uh, the biggest con for Patterson is that there is no bus stop, and you would have to walk to Chatham. So I took an Uber probably every single day to work, um, which probably <laughs> it was well, it wasn't good for my bank account at all. Um, just because with the buses in general, they do take a while. You need to give yourself at least an hour. You have to plan for that. Um, mm-hmm. At least an hour, and there's tons of stops that they make. So if I would have an early morning shift or late, late night shift, I wouldn't want to be waiting for the bus. So I would just Uber because it would take me 15 minutes to get there or so if I took an Uber. So that's something to note about too with Patterson. Also carpool though, if you can, if you don't have a car. See, I didn't have a car in my first program. So I took the bus every single day to work. And so it can be done. You know, it's just your personal preference and how you want to spend your money. Yeah, it also depends too to piggyback off that. Katie was in Chatham for her first program, so at least she had the bus right there. Mm-hmm. And depending because, on yeah. where, you, like I said, we had to go from Patterson to Chatham to catch the bus to bring us to work. Um, so depending on where you live in Patterson, it wasn't a very far walk. It was probably like a five-minute walk Mm-mm. to Chatham. We, we were, were right, right by, by the, the front, front, right by the security guards, um, which is another thing to note. There's 24-hour security at each of the complexes. Um, if yep. you live like in the back of chatham it might take them just as long to get to their bus stop as it would to take to get from patterson to chatham and if i was super far back at patterson it kind of would have been a pain but i was just pretty lazy and valued my slumber (laughs) um so do you want to briefly touch on flamingo crossing yeah okay so as you may or may not know disney has just built a fifth housing complex called flamingo crossing and Julie and I don't really know much about it, just what they've advertised to us. Um, but it's very, very nice. I mean, they literally built it like two yeah. Months I don't ago. even know if it's maybe fully I completed. think they finished it. Yeah, it might not be, but they have a 24-hour hangout area, a 24-hour fitness center, um, pools plural. I don't know how many or what that means, but. Um, 24-hour package room, which is nice because hmm, all the other complexes, if you get a package and you don't pick it at the time the service center closes, you got to wait till the next day. Pick it up, though. I always had roommates picking up my packages. You have to write a note, though, because you take your ID. So if your roommate's picking it up, make sure that you like say, my name is Julia and I'm letting Katie pick up my package. Anyway, um, Flamingo also has in-unit washer and dryer and all of the units come with a smart TV which that's cool because and our TV was like the smallest thing ever (laughs) but we loved it and I do recommend buying a TV because roommate bonding over Jeopardy and Buzzy another pro for Flamingo is that it has the option to have your own bedroom which none of the other complexes that's an option and you can choose to have your own bathroom as well which also crazy to me Um, but because of that a con is that it is expensive um if you're getting your own bedroom and your own bathroom, you're going to be sending over $200 a week, which is like over $800 a month. Um, it's a little bit cheaper if you're sharing a bedroom, sharing a bathroom. I think the lowest is $165. But again, it's you and your budget, whatever's going to work for yeah. you. I feel like I also um, saw pictures of Flamingo Crossing and it looks like they almost put like a barricade, not barricade, 
they almost put up a barrier between the two beds. Oh, I saw. So I see what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. A little it's like wall, a wall, like a half, a half wall, wall type thing. Yeah. So they kind of divided it. So you have privacy. And something to note too. I mean, obviously, there's certain people who have certain preferences and different accommodations that need to be met. But mm-hmm. I think our dynamic in our apartment would have been different if we were all in singles. Like, mm. it would have been a yeah. weird thing to think about. Like, I know we. It was kind of fun. Everyone was always coming. I feel like more into our room. Always together. Like we were always together. Yeah. I mean, obviously in the living room because we would always watch TV together and whatnot. But I feel like everyone was always, always hanging out in our room. No, you're Sorry. okay. I was just always felt like everyone was hanging out in our room, which I kind of liked that camaraderie between us. Yeah. So. That's what I was going to say is I'm not going to say we wouldn't be as close, but you and I hung out every single day because we went to bed together and yeah, woke it was up really together cute. even if we worked <laughs> that day. So we'd like watch TV in our room by on our laptop. And so I liked that even at almost 22 years old and, you know, living on my own. It was kind yeah. of fun to share rooms just because you get to know someone and a little bit better. Hopefully you yeah. get along with them. Especially but... in our situation, too. I feel like this was one of our last chances to have roommates exactly. that, like that. Like the typical college experience like in your twin size <laughs> bed, literally face to face with <laughs> the, your roommate. Looking at each yeah, other while you're sleeping. And that whole thing. So I don't know. I don't think I would have done it differently. But I, I wouldn't either. Check out Flamingo Crossing because it looks really cool. Yeah. <laughs> it looks super nice. I mean, you're getting yeah. what you pay for. So um, I think that's pretty much it. If you want to see more specific information about the pricing of each complex, I think you could find those on the Disney website. Or just people have done blog mm-hmm. posts about it and whatnot. That's kind of how we figured out our setup. And if you have any questions, feel free to DM us on our Instagram or personally, whatever works for you. But we'd be happy to answer Definitely. any questions. That is the end of our episode today. Thank you so much for listening to Magic Behind the Mouse. We are so excited for you. If you're about to go on your DCP, we're here to answer any questions you have. And we'll see you in our next Bye. episode. Bye.